0: Good evening and today is Friday, June 17th. I am Ronaldo McKenzie. Welcome to another episode of the Neoliberal Round Podcast. And today we continue our series Caribbean Thought or Towards Developing a Caribbean and Pan-African diasporan perspectives. I am in I what I did in the in the series is I am opening up some discussions and presentations I had uh, at a, with some students at the class I was facilitating. I was a lecturer or professor teaching a course at the Jamaica Theological Seminary in Caribbean thought, and um, and that we we I had the first um, part of the series as in, or the introduction part of the series a couple of days ago, and today we are continuing the the series. And this is going to be part two. And then the final part of the series would be probably on Sunday or Monday. But I think on Saturday or Sunday, we'll be interviewing Dr. Professor um, Andre Corrine Isaac, who is professor at the Holy Cross University in Massachusetts. Of course, he was uh, a buddy of mine. We played and a hitting partner when we were at the University of Pennsylvania. He was doing his postdoc. And of course, he went... His, um, his doctorate and he went on to University of Berkeley in California to do his postdoc and we will have him on the show on Saturday right. but of course we are looking forward to that but you cannot afford to miss this, this episode that's about to come up this next episode it's deep it's, 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 it's deep it's intense it's academic but it is clear um, and I'm here teaching a class at the jamaica theological seminary online and where I, I was and um and i'm teaching and i'm talking in this particular this particular class we're looking at american exceptionalism we're also looking at whether or not there is our there is a caribbean identity and other very important um issues we'll be right back after these messages
1: Okay, good, good. So but all right, good. So we talk about is Jesus a Jew and by the way I'm recording this, I didn't realise I could record it. So we asked the question, is Jesus a Jew? If if you hear me go out if, if, let me know guys, just um just unmute your mic and just let me know. All right, so okay, good. So we said that uh it's Jesus so Jesus is a Jew. And I said that some some people try to privilege so we talk about American exceptionalism, and they impose that in the world. And if countries try to, in fact, in, uh, American ex- ex- exceptionalism is so important that some, uh, some. There, if you look at Grenada, Grenada experienced some kind of coup, some kind of takeover, because Grenada was trying to was at the, in the 1950s, was trying to develop a government of nationalism, a government of uh, of of of, of, of 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 that was seemed to be more that seemed to favour a particular kind of governance, maybe Russian or Soviets or something. So of course they 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 were they supported a a cliche group of people. They supported a group of people who said you know said hey you're with us, you want our kind of governance. It's 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 if you know Jamaica in the nineties if you look at the 70s, Michael Manley, it's either Michael Manley acquiesced to the neoliberal regime of the Washington consensus is either Michael Manley acquiesce to the IMF and the World Bank and do what they want you to do and and get this kind of American brand of capitalism or they withdraw withhold money from you, need capital from you or they or, or, you know you know uh, Cuba. Cuba is a poor country. Cuba is not successful today. You know why Cuba is not successful today? Cuba is not successful because they don't have American capitalism. They don't have a... Okay, they practice socialism. In fact, many Jamaicans, and when I was growing up, I did not want to make... I, like, I hated the People's National Party. I did not want to have a People's National... I didn't... My, You know, because we were... We were thought, we taught... We were taught... We were taught that uh, if you support socialism or Marxism or or the People's National Party you're going towards uh, Marxism or capitalism or Soviet style government and you don't want that to happen because look what happened to Cuba but of course it will happen to Cuba because if you don't succumb or acquiesce or give in to American kind of politics, brand of politics then what's gonna happen is we're not going to help you. We're not going to support you. We're not going to give you the aid that you need. We're gonna let let your, we're gonna make your life a living hell. So that five, ten, fifteen, twenty years down the line people could say, see, see what I'm talking about? Why are you you know Jamaicans could say, I don't wanna be a socialist country. Look what's happening in Cuba, look what and I used to say that, tell that to my friends. Look what's going on in because they have a particular brand of government, political. Okay, they have they practice capital uh, socialism. and have a state-run economy, state-run. Okay, then we're gonna look what's happening in China. We we don't want that kind of We we don't want that kind of of of, of political system in Jamaica because that system, because you know why we are we, we because we are quick we are quick to accept. First of all, because. Some people, they made it so. The Americans made it so, or, or whoever they made the people, the neoliberals made it so. They made it so that capitalism will reign, so that, okay, they made, they, anybody who, there's an embargo on Cuba, and anybody that trade with Cuba will be ostracized. You won't get any aid, you won't get any help. So that's what happened. So Cuba is a, is a, is a, is a, is a communist country. Because of that, there's an embargo by the, um, the people who, who are the bastions of capitalism and that kind of democracy. So, okay, you don't want to follow our kind of democracy, then there we go, free market system. Then we are not going to help you. We're not going to give you investments. And guess what? We control most of the capital and investments. so so we're going to tell other countries, do not trade with you. If they trade with you, they will also be, they're going to be a problem. So now, Cuba is struggling because of this. And many countries, and Venezuela will struggle because of this. Okay? Because, because you, you know, there is this do or die. It's, it's either my way or the highway. That has, okay, this kind of ethic it's not, it's, not, it's not just in political systems but it's also in theological and religious systems. And please remember that it is religious systems helps to form the foundational principles within governments. When, okay, governments work on behalf of their countries and they work on behalf of those the machinery that control and the power brokers of the day. And the power brokers, okay, they accept a kind of religion. If you look at what's happening in 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 in, uh, in Europe, certain certain European countries are Anglicans and others are Catholics and others are Episcopalian and others are Protestants and so on and so forth because those particular religions speak to their culture and it's or and it informs their government and so on and so forth. and you, so you bring it back to the Caribbean. okay, We are a new people that has a kind of religion. And government, thats is, that, is it uniquely Caribbean? Is it uniquely black? Or is it something that the new world created where we have a new religion now? But of course, well, what about the exclusivity of things? So, the Americans want to believe that they are great and they are big. So when we had COVID, Donald Trump did not want to look weak. He said, no, I'm not going to tell people that we have a COVID issue. We're not going to wear a mask. Everything is fine. Because guess what? We're an exceptional country. Only to their detriment. You find that... Um, I was reading an article or somebody wrote a paper recently um, about some people who are homosexuals live in slums and I said to and I and I said that's an unfair statement because you cannot use that argument because there are people who are not homosexuals who are Christians who live in slums in fact Jamaica has more territories in any country than anywhere else in the world yet we have the highest crime rate and we are poor In fact, some people who live in some of the best places in the world, and who have certain economic privileges, would consider, would say otherwise, would have an, I would look, would look at the opposing view. It is because of this why we, we, we have this kind of issue. So we have to be careful when, when you look, when you, when you reason, and when you think about things, you have to think you can't look at it in a vacuum, or you can't look at it. Singularly, or parochially, or narrowly, you have to look at it in. You have to look at it expansively. You have to look at it on the other side. You have to wonder about these things as well, and you have to also question your own viewpoint because your own viewpoint, where does it come from? Why do you believe that this is so, and have accepted it? And last week, in the first class, we talked about tradition and culture and how culture before, before the invention or the advent of writing it was an oral culture people, used to, people would tell you things and that's how things were recorded and that's how things were passed down and if I were to use a Chinese telephone and tell you something by the time you get to the end of the line it's going to be something else so how sure are you that what you now know is what was passed down in the first place So that is the question. So let but let's, let me continue about this American exceptionalism and go back to, was Jesus a Jew? And the same, the Jews don't accept Jesus and the Hebrew people don't accept Jesus, but they are the one that talked about the coming of a man who will bring salvation, not to all mankind, but to the Jew. It was in their interest to talk about this because the Hebrew people, in some point of their history, were going through something, okay? They were their land was taken from them, okay? And uh, uh, and they had to go through. And they were of all the countries in the world, they were the weakest of all the countries in a sense. They weren't as dominant, you know. You have Egypt, you have the Roman Empire. Where is the talk of of the of the Hebrew people as a nation, as an organized country? where is where is that but no they were nomadic the Hebrews, they were nomadic and of course you talk about Judah and then eventually they, they, they the issue of Judah. but then they they talk about this jesus this this person that can save why because at the time you know Rastafari talk about a a a a a the Rastafarian, they talk about a black Jesus. So they talk about they don't identify with the Jesus. They identify with Rastafari Hailie Silasi. Because we're gonna watch a We're gonna watch a documentary film called Who Shot the Sheriff? And in it, you hear. Bob Marley talks about um, what did he? Uh, Bob Marley says, uh, Blaster is struggle." I mean, sorry, Rasta uh, is struggle. We don't identify with Marxism or, or or capitalism. We don't identify with any of those because he says that. Rasta is struggle. So let's tell the Jews don't accept that at the time, they didn't accept the Jesus. because you know why? I talk, you know what? I talked about American exceptionalism just now. You, you you see how I argue, you, if you look at how I'm if I'm facilitating this discussion with you, I'm talking this monologue, and you notice how I go back and forth and I ask certain questions. It's 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 very important. It's very there's a particular reason why I I, I do things like that, so that you can connect dots and do sequencing, as you listen. I said I talk about American exceptionalism. I bring it right back. to Talk about why didn't the Jews accept? Jesus was weak. They said he became weak. How can how can there be how can God how can he come weak? So they couldn't. Hide them. So Judah are, are struggling to find their mark in the world. They have lost their people. They have lost their tongue. They are divided. They are splinter groups all over the world. In the first 15 in the in, in, in 40 in the 1400 in 1400 BC or 400 BC, they look at Judah and. And, and the whole history of, 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 of Jerusalem and Judah and the fact that, say for example today, it wasn't until what, 1945, 1945, that Israel became a nation again, a country again. There was no Israel prior to 1945, just so you know. It, okay, what happened? There was a repatriation, not reparation, no, there's a difference between reparation repatriation where the after World War two the people who dominated the world at the time UK us what they did was to create because they wanted to maintain a presence throughout the world and they dominance. so they they said hey we need to we need to recreate Israel again so they recreated Israel sent back people to Israel and created a nation again So that's how Israel Israel became a nation again. So there was they have lost their nation. They have lost. But Jesus was supposed to reinvent Israel. So they came up with a Jesus. Jesus is supposed to be powerful. He's the Son of God. He's supposed to re. Okay. So okay. So yeah. So we so we're splintered it's because we lost our way. But now it's God is gonna send His Son Jesus, and He's gonna He's gonna fight for us. We're gonna be we're gonna be we're gonna be a dominant country again. We're gonna be a nation again. Okay, that's what's gonna happen, but then somewhere down the line, the story changed because now people start talking about Jesus and this Jesus came and this Jesus was brutally sacrificed and he was beaten. them. No, that is not the Jesus. No, we Americans are exceptional, we don't expect Americans to have COVID or to deal with COVID in the way that we don't, you know, the truth, the Jews, no no, no, our God is omnipotent and omniscient and big and that he's going to come and he's going to save us and we have our God is better than the Egyptian God and it's better than the Roman God and it's better than the Ottoman God okay and he's going to send his son Jesus into the world and we're only going through this now because we lost our way and he's going to rescue us and we're going to be we're going to be the number one nation again we're going to be the best nation again that's what's going to happen to the Jews okay it's going to happen but of course what happened is that Here is it that now, now the story about Jesus, somebody, somewhere down the line, somebody took back and said, no, 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 Jesus is, Jesus now is weak and lowly, because we talk about Jesus giving away his divinity, and taking on human form, and being weak and lowly, and no, 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 Jews, that's not who is going to come to save us. That is not the Jesus that we speak of as a people. That's not our, now you guys, you guys can claim, you guys can can lay claim to that Jesus. We will not, because that is not the Jesus that we talked about. That is not the Jesus that that, that, that God spoke to us about. the, The Gentiles needed that Jesus. The Gentiles, they're even worse than the Jews. The Jews don't, you know, they, they were they lost their tongue. The people, the, 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 the here they are now in Rome, and and they are inhabited by the Roman Empire. So you, the question is, this Jesus becomes an important issue here for the uh, so, so Jesus so for for them, but the Gentiles saw value in this Jesus they find value in a story in the story about this Jesus that we speak about that's supposed to come and save and bring light to the blind and so on and so now the story about Jesus now and then so now the Gentiles take the Torah and then take the story about Jesus and now. now the Gentiles also need an importance they could not worship, they had no, they couldn't worship with the Jews. First of all, the Jews, first of all, if you're not a Roman, within the first century of Christianity, by the time Rome took control of, of the Greek or roman world, if you're not a, okay, if you are a Roman citizen, that's great. If you can become a Roman citizen, you are special, you are revered, you're seen as important. So the Jews can't even claim that. But then the Gentiles are even worse. But now they took the story of Jesus and now they can now become part of that story. And as, and then Ignatius romanized the Christ the Christian religion. Gave it that Roman character. And there and now there you have Christianity became an institution that had that mirrored the, the, the Roman kind of doctrine and color, culture and modus operandi, and you have, you know, the way how the church, ter- you know, the, some of the how the way how the church is set up is set up with that have some kind of Roman influence in it as well. Yes, some some things with, with the Hebrew influence, but you look at how church is set up in the Caribbean. Look at how you look at how the church is set up. And even how the church is set up give credence to power dynamic. Because the most important people sit up at the pulpit and the closer you are to the Reverend, the more power you have. This all this power dynamic in that we that we that we see. So the question then so we so this whole idea of religion and how we see things as a people and who we are has to be looked at carefully as we seek to develop our own thought and to go somewhere with that thought. Now, and so that leads me to now, talking about uh, the issue that I really want to talk about in class today, which is, by the way, um, I'm going to be talking about this thing. The need for... Um, are you seeing my screen, guys? Hello? Are you- oh, wow. Okay, that's fine. All right. Now, let us now look at... Um, I want to look at a particular issue that I talked about at the break. Like I said, I want you guys to come along with me somewhere. Um, let me come out of here. I raised the issue of, let me see if I could bring that Caribbean for journal, there we go. I'm about to share my screen in a, screen in a second. Uh, journal of the Week, there we go. Mm-hmm. See more, good. Now I'm gonna share my screen. Share screen screen Shit. did I stop it good can you guys see my screen now good I want to I'm, I'm gonna be very slow but you know just so you know I'm, I am I I just said to you earlier I may not follow the the first foot the first classes that I usually do I may not follow the exact I was wondering I have in my head I might share with you because other things might develop in the week, which speaks to what we are dealing with as a as, a, as a class. But after Del Marie posted it, uh, after I read Del Marie's um, journal, by the way, um, Del Marie, I did. Did you send your 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 journal to the greener? Okay, well, okay, great. Well, I took it upon myself to send it for you, okay? <laughs> I did. And in fact, I wrote the greener. I wrote the editor to the, I wrote the greener. And I, and I, and this is in line with what I asked you guys. And I apologize if I'm not following the exact course outline, but I want you guys to go with me on this journey. And you guys are going to be very impactful. And I'm going to talk about, I'm going to say why I'm doing this by the way first of all caribbean thought this course is a very powerful course i am happy that the jamaica theological seminary is doing this course i'm happy that reverend Garnet roper who was the president at JS, developed this course and i'm re-engineering it and and i'm trying to popularize it i'm trying to make this course a course everywhere in the world one and that the jamaica theological seminary will be the focal point people will come to us people will come seek us out to see how that course is taught how it's fleshed out because i believe that caribbean problem is we have to be we need to be influencers in the world that's what we need to do in order to change our plight okay people need to this is not just in terms of sport or tourism but in academia and other things that can create opportunities for us as we think about creating a nation state for ourselves I believe that Jamaica, I think in, in the past we have people like Rex Nesford, um, uh, 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 Louise Bennett, and uh, Michael Manley, Edward and many other Jamaicans in, in, the, in the recent contemporary world that has really helped Jamaicans move us to a particular level, but we are still not where we are supposed, where, where supposed to be, and we're still struggling in the same ways that we struggled back then. And I believe that part of the revolution that we need in Jamaica is intellectual revolution. Not only are we to, to do well in terms of sports and tourism, but in terms of research and technology and finance and government and politics and academic, academia, you know. I believe that we can do more, you know, in terms of not just having local, influencing local affairs, but international affairs. And that's what I'm hoping to do from this course. So I asked the students in my Caribbean thought summer much the class at the Jamaica Theological Cemetery. Have you guys seen my screen yes it went uh, okay I need to okay so it goes as soon as the screen the screen goes off so I need to remember that All right, there we go All right, let's, so I'm reading an article that I wrote in LinkedIn, it says, I asked the students in my summer semester class to write a one to two page journal about a thought and to trace the origin of that thought and to explore its credibility as we delve into Caribbean thought. What we are hoping to do this summer is to develop and produce a monthly or quarterly journal of Caribbean thought. And this course is geared towards producing a rich, constant staple of Caribbean perspectives that is critical and academic. Listen, you see what I'm hoping to do here. This is- you know, sometimes I wonder if, be, sometime, I wonder if in Jamaica or in the Caribbean. Our religion makes us, or the kind of religion that we have, make us devoid of thinking. As if there's, we can't think anymore. By the way, I was thinking, earlier I thought, I asked somebody, I was involved in a debate with somebody, and somebody put Romans 1, verse 1. Like, I'm like, as a response, as if, you know, when people cannot respond in a debate, or when people are losing in a debate, or when people are now unsure of themselves or cannot respond academically or critically to certain strong points in a debate or in a discussion, what they usually do is say, Hey, Romans one verse one, especially some especially we as Christians. And we just quote it just fly off like as if what's that? Okay. First of all, there are many ways of seeing a particular scripture. Just so you know. When you quote a scripture, there are many things First of all, just so you know, there's no unifying interpretation sometimes of that scripture because I can give you a scripture, a verse, and I might have 10 or 11 different meanings from you guys, depending on what church you go to, what denomination you're affiliated with, and if you're not Christian, depending on what religion, or if you're atheist, well, you know, that's through the door. I'm going to so if I give if I am going to use the Bible a biblical a biblical verse in a discussion as a point to justify or to give credence or to explain or to highlight or to appeal to a particular issue, then I must also explain the Bible verse and tell you what point or what vantage or what slant I'm using, so on and so forth. But we have a way, it's as if we don't have, there's no thinking anymore. Thinking is static. The God we serve is static. The God we serve is barren of new thought and ideas. Anyway, so what, so what I'm hoping to do, is to develop and to produce a monthly or quarterly journal of Caribbean thought, and this course is geared towards producing a rich, constant staple of Caribbean perspective that is critical and academic. In this course, which is part of a study I'm doing this summer, we are empowering and developing Caribbean thought, a study perspectives of Caribbean currents and how they continue and can be enhanced or redeveloped within a uniquely Caribbean and its diaspora expression that speaks to Caribbean and its diaspora development and sustainability. It's an online course which I have the pleasure of facilitating, so on and so forth. via a student in my class, a first journal, which was exceptional. It provides the basis from which to start charting our study journal and the course Caribbean Thought. And that's true. Just so you know, guys, I thought about it. I said, you know, Delmarie. Look, we, so this is what I'm I'm saying to you guys. You guys are going to submit journals or papers at the end of this course, which I want to use in a journal. And at the end of this course, probably by June, by September, I want to produce what is known as the Jamaica Theological Seminary. sorry, Caribbean, the Jamaica Theological Seminary Caribbean Thought Journal. And, I, and I'm going I, you know, if you guys paper make it to the journal, I want to ensure that the journal you guys are compensated in a, in a way. But we, I don't want to talk about that part because it's not really, I don't want to think about it in those terms. But my goal at the end of this course is to, if, if your journal are great, it will make it to, to this editorial review journal that we will start doing once every year or twice a year. that you think about and notice what I said here in my introduction I said uh, I, um, I said here I asked the students to write a one to two page journal about a thought to trace the origin of that thought and to explore, explore its credibility as we delve into Caribbean thought you know Caribbean thought we also we always you know that's what we're doing and that's what I just did with you just now as I talked about what is a Jew but why did I start by this idea of what is a Jew I started the idea of what is a Jew because Jamaica is a Christian nation. Who? Okay. And what is singularly important within Christianity is the story of Jesus. Yes. Okay. And I wanted to understand where does that, how is it that we came to be a singularly Christian nation? Not just as a Jamaican, as a country, or as a Caribbean. And but please remember that last week when we talk when we trace Caribbean history briefly, we look at it with the Europeans coming to the new world, but they didn't just come to the new world, okay they went somewhere, okay, but yeah, they came to the new world, and of course sugar they thought, we talk about commodities, sugar became king or sugar they sugar was a- there was a demand for sugar, and everybody wanted to cash in on sugar. Okay. They've already lost coming to the new world not finding gold. But now they realize that sugar there's a demand for sugar and it was best grown in the Caribbean in a tropical climate. They already had people living in, in the Caribbean. The Spaniards were living here. Some Caribbean people some okay, and slave they already had some slaves but to a, not to a big extent like the slave trade. So they know what it takes to live here. Okay? And then of course capitalism and, and, and is about and of course, it's about exploitation. Okay, and right. colonialism provides one kind of exploitation. You exploit, you exploit land, but before, okay, but before colonialism, there is the exploitation of labor in order to maximize profit. You treat labor. Okay, so we talked about. All right, so please remember that. There, okay, this uh, commodity or, or or finance or or consumerism and profit and greed followed this whole exploit exploitation of Christianity the the Christianity that defines Caribbean yes the Christianity that defines that we have hold on to okay it was first imposed but before that we had to remove any other ideological or religious thinking so in when you start okay as you look at Caribbean thought and as you begin to trace why is there trace one your, your identity and begin to try to understand the new the Caribbean you have to also look at it by tracing tracing your history. And you can't just trace it by look, by just accepting it when you understand the fact that reality is not inherent. There's nothing inherent about society. There's nothing inherent. I was reading a book by Immanuel Kant, do I still have it? And which I usually use, but I won't mention it yet because that's part of the study. Um, how much more time do I have? It's about to be uh, 7.42. How much, how much more time do I have? I have 45 minutes. Good, good. Okay, good. I think I have forty-five minutes left in the class. At forty-eight, am I right, Carla? Good, good, good. Right. So, you know, as I, you know, as I talk about tracing that thought, and I said to De- Delmarie, he said, current Caribbean current, and I responded briefly, saying, capitalism, socialism, free market economies, colonialism, imperialism. Um, um, even religion the currents you have to also think about what religion was brought to the Caribbean why is it that we are relig- we are Christian and not Hindu or some other religion and so on and so forth so we said that you know it, it was the Jews did not want Jesus because, uh, that, because Jesus now is weak and they are of course they are prideful religion. They are prideful but i ask what do we have the black man in the and the brown man in the caribbean the black and brown people in the new world what what, what do we have we are told that nothing black is good we are told that okay and the, and the, and the, the religion that you guys have is not good that you guys okay this it's it, it was this spiritist you know animistic animalistic uh, uh, the ancestral religion is not good, and so on. Even some of them didn't even understand the whole ancestral spirit. A group of Caribbean theologians, according to uh, uh, as well as uh, the Reverend Oliver Daly, and um, who argues, uh, would argue that uh, people didn't see Jesus. Of, when you look at certain cultures and 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 the worship of the sun or the moon and nature or or, or 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 ancestors it's not that it was a religion of ancestors or a religion of moon it's that people didn't they don't understand these people they were worshiping the moon they were worshiping what is behind the moon but it just but the, but the people within the cultures they were saying they don't understand i was reading this book um introduction to missions um some years ago while doing missiology at Jamaica at, theological seminary and i remember reading uh, and i can't recall the book but the book talks and and um a caribbean famous caribbean philosopher oliver daly and Reverend Garnet garden came together and we're looking at what was behind it it, 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 it isn't that they were worshiping the moon or the sun or the star they were worshiping what was behind the sun what was behind the moon, or what caused the moon to move, or the the thing that is beyond the beyond the moon? They saw the moon as powerful, and they saw that be, whatever controls the moon, that so it's, they just don't understand this. They're trying to understand this god. They're trying to understand the deity. They're trying to come to grips with a deity, and they just couldn't put it in. The, so they never they never so they they thought about so based on their real experiences and knowledge and so on, they came to identify the moon as a god but not necessarily as a god but 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 you know humans use symbol to communicate so the moon the the nature the stars was symbolic of that which is god because the star is beyond nature they saw the nature as powerful so if nature is powerful that must be god but it 's not that they never had any religion and they never had any God. They were trying to understand God and try to commune with God and to relate to God and they, and their their understanding of things and their and their interacting of things have them come to the conclusion maybe God is within nature because nature is so, it 's everywhere and it 's so powerful. And nature speaks to them, so then they start to connect with nature because they're trying to connect with God. You know people have this thing within them they's people people, and Paul Tillich talks about that Paul Tillich talks about faith and this innate ability people human to want to connect with something that is beyond them, something that is powerful so so people they so they start to connect with that, and others connect with something else and then over time a set of people who connect with something becomes powerful and then when they go to another nation they impose not just their language and their tongue but they impose their idea of God because they're okay so say, this is also who God is so as you look so you have to be suspicious of history you have to be critical of it you have to dissect it that doesn't, That should not necessarily mean you become less of a person. That, doesn't, that should not necessarily mean you become less of a Christian or less religious. It should actually mean you become even more religious. Because now you seek to... Because the, the Bible talks about that. Finding, when you find me... with all, The Bible talks about seek me with all your heart, soul and mind. Connect with God through your heart, soul, and mind. But we have to be careful about how we seek to understand Caribbean thought. We have to put it within a particular perspective. Now, I want to then delve into the issue of. Share screen again. Oh, I am sharing my screen. Yes, I am. Okay, good. Are you guys seeing my screen still? It goes. No, but that's fine um, if you haven't seen it. Now, let's go to um, a very important concept here. And you guys may have questions, I'm so sorry. Any questions so far about the, if the concepts of thought as we talked about Caribbean thought? And we, think of, we talk about di- the importance of the ability to be able to trace thought, dissect it, so as to, re- to arrive at something credible. No. Any questions so far, guys?
0: Thank you for listening to the Neoliberal Round podcast. That was a lecture that I did online with some Jamaica Theological Seminary students at a course called Caribbean Thought. We will complete this series on Sunday or Monday. Thank you again for listening. And this is brought to you by the neoliberal corporation serving the world today to make serving the world today to solve tomorrow's challenges. And just so you know that we are about making popular what was the monopoly, because that is the aim of communication. And we are in the business of providing information. Please support us at anchor.fm slash the neoliberal slash support. What good?